Alrighty, welcome to another episode of Tyler's Yarns. Today we've got a super cool guest. I've been following him for the past two years. Um, the brand that we're going to be interviewing today is called Shinjo Tribe. Um, but if you like the sort of content, all that sort of stuff, make sure you give us five stars or if you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. But yeah, let's get started. Hey man, how are you going? What's up my man? <laughs> how you doing? Yeah, good man. Just, just chilling. Um, do you want to tell us about your brand? Yeah, Thanks yeah. for coming on as well. No, nah, no. Nah, thanks appreciate so much it. for having me, Tyler. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, so started Shinzo in like lockdown like two years ago. It's evolved into something I wouldn't have even imagined, you know. Uh, I feel like at the start I had – this is like a big lesson for me that I learned um, just off the bat. I didn't really have like a brand identity. I just kind of went into it and I was like, oh, I love anime. I love skating. You know, I just let's just put that together. And then I kind of got like – a year into it and I was like, man, I'm just trying to do too many things and I feel like I need to just sit down. What inspires me? What am I influenced by? And I really like uh, thought about that heavily, wrote it down and, you know, that that's hip-hop and street culture, Japanese culture. So I was like, I'm just going to stick with that because that's, that's been my life since I was a little kid. So I want to just uh, incorporate that. And not try and just do too many things because it's just going to confuse people and I'm just going to get all these little micro audiences and it's just going to confuse people too much. So, yeah, I think that's kind of where I'm headed now and I'm, I'm really happy with how it's all gone. Yeah, doing a deep dive into sort of, you talked about Japanese culture. <laughs> um, most of your designs are based over like Japanese stuff. Yeah, yeah. Doing a deep dive into like why you've gone that sort of route. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, my f- just uh, having like family influence into it like my brother's half Japanese um and my mum used to live there so like I've just had it like mum cooks Japanese like four times a week so I've just got like that culture um it's just embedded into my family so it kind of just felt natural um you know just my childhood what I've grown up with um yeah it kind of just felt natural to incorporate that into the brand uh yeah I guess that's pretty much why I kind of went down that route. Yeah, because you said you also like get into skate because I saw on your Instagram you've like changed your website from I think it used to be Shinzo Street and Skate yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. and now you've just changed it completely. Yeah. So yeah. when was that change? Uh, I guess it w- I think it was like a year and a bit ago. Um, and mainly I kind of just changed that because I didn't want to just be mainly, um, I guess – tunneled into just being a skate brand and like putting on skaters paying them stuff like that which i would love to do one day um but i don't want that to be like the center of my brand um i feel like there's so many other things that i'm influenced by um that i'd rather have into my brand that's kind of why i made the change early rather than like five years down the track you know when i'm like fuck wish i did it like two years ago you know how did you like because you just said you sat down and um wanted to sort of change your brand identity. Yeah. How did you do that? How did you go about doing that? I guess I was just... Uh, do you just have like, oh, yeah, one day I'm just going to brainstorm and just be like, this is what I like, this and this, this and this. Well, I actually had one of my best mates like sit me down and go, all right, I think there's too much going on. And I was like, man, you're right. Like, I'm just trying to do too much. Um, so I guess I was just like sitting down and being really honest with myself and being uh, really honest with how I wanted uh, the brand to look in the future. Um, So, yeah, I guess it's just being self-aware and 
just knowing, yeah, how you want it to look in f- the future. Um, whereas rather than just thinking about the short term kind of thing. How do you want it to look in the future? I guess I just want it, uh, I think me as a person and me through the brand, I just want to spread uh, a positive message, a positive vibe just to anyone I interact with yeah. and feel like having a platform as a brand, you can do that on such a big scale. So yeah, I think that's kind of my plan and, and just doing that through uh, you know, messaging or the videos, the animations. Um, yeah, I, I guess that's kind of how I want it uh, to pan out in the future kind of thing. Yeah, because you built, you're talking about animations just then, you built a bunch of content. This is how I found your brand, actually. I knew we were talking about it before. Yeah. Um, but um, it was like a Game Boy animation mm-hmm. um, with the game over, and I think it was your first, like, hoodie release or something like yeah. that, and I was like, fuck, this brand is sick. Yeah, and I was like, thanks, man. I want to jump on it. And then I was just <laughs> like, I've sort of followed you ever since, and I've been like, and your content's changed a little, but you've still got, like, bunch of nostalgia things where i'm just like yeah. well like street fighter street fighter vibes or mm, yeah yeah <laughs> are you gonna sure. keep going along that sort of route i think so uh i think some of the animations that we've got planned for this year you know some have that aspect but some also have as i was saying like that positive uh kind of message about it uh, i'm sure you'll see in the future but yeah. like yeah i think we don't want to just uh you know, stay just doing Game Boy stuff. Because, like, yeah. that, that stuff is sick. Uh, and it brings up good memories of people's yeah, childhood and stuff, you know? like Gets you in the feels, you know? When I felt, I was like, man, this is a sick ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, fully, fully. So, yeah, I think we do want to stay on that path because that is our branding, you know, that Japanese yeah. 90s, like, old school kind of vibe. But um, I think, yeah, we want to try and mix it up this year. And we've got a lot of different... Uh, I think this year, like the product range is just completely different to what we've uh, done in the past. Because I think kind of last year and the year before, we kind of played it safe. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even call it safe, but just like making hoods and tees and stuff. But this year, we're really like putting a lot of effort and a lot of energy into you know creating like really nice fits for our pants. Um, just really nice color blocks in our jackets and stuff and, and trying to get really technical with it because that's kind of where I want it to go because, you know, making all the anime stuff, it's sick and, like, I love doing it because I loved all the animes, but I guess there was just no – there was no kind of passion in it because, like, you're you're really not creating that. The, the, the character's already created. You're, you're not coming up with something from scratch. So I guess I kind of lost the passion – in it through that so you want to do sort of cooler design like different designs yeah yeah like yeah. nice spray jackets with color blocks you know yeah like all the vintage like adidas that you see like that's kind of where i get a lot of inspiration from yeah because i think it was one of your first jacket drops it was sort of like reminded me of the billabong like 90s billabong and i was yeah. like fuck that's sick as well yeah you know? yeah for sure like that reversible one yeah 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 fully um yeah, I'd love to hear about like what are some of your goals for this year for like even for the store or yourself like um yeah, some of the goals for me like obviously I want to start we're obviously going to start our own brand and stuff as well, but mm. I want it to be all like 90s nostalgia, Fuck which yeah. would be cool like yeah, that'll be sick. Dope. What art so like a full clothing brand or 
Yeah, full clothing brand. Oh, like wow. it'll just be official vintage maybe, but like yeah. I'm definitely doing this podcast has made me get a lot of like inspiration off all yeah. you guys Fuck as well. Yeah, that's sick, man. Congrats. Yeah, so, so that's pretty sick. What kind of stage are you up to at the moment with creating that? Just starting, man. Oh, you're just starting? <laughs> just oh started. shit. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, so it's just it'll just be like a work in progress. Cause it's like I think people like don't really understand with a clothing brand. I've talked to a lot of people before on this podcast. It's a lot harder than it seems like mm. even with you you'd be like oh i've got this just what this um hat i want to make or this yeah maybe like let's just say hats and it's like a different shape mm. like all hats are different shapes mm, like definitely i love my hats i'm a sucker for vintage hats and yep. stuff but yep. like people have their own shapes and stuff and mm. i think mine's like a sort of six panel and you have to like push it in but it's mm. like a real hard yeah shape to make yeah for sure but it's like you know that like that's a good design or whatever mm-hmm. but it's like the design process is so hard it's like oh yeah i want this shape mm. like this bend or this There's one just so many avenues you can go down as well yeah. you know and it's like i think that what you just said is like nail on the head it's like you 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 have like a specific fit in your in yeah. your mind and that's why sometimes it takes like continuous sampling to like get that fit because you know in your head what you want mm. but it's like like you're three samples in, you're like, oh, it's just not there yet. And you it's know? expensive, like to do sa- samples and stuff as Definitely. well. You're just like, oh, how, yeah, how am I going to do it? Like, mm-hmm. you know, is it like, what do I need to change in this, or how are they going to like, yeah, understand what I want as well? You mm-hmm. know, yeah, for sure. And uh, like, is that what you've been sort of like struggling with at the moment? Just because you're going into sort of different mm-hmm. like pants, you're doing different bigger jackets Absolutely. and like, because yeah. a lot that's all all that stuff's a lot more technical than just having like a hoodie you know what i mean oh 100 uh don't get me wrong hoodies can be technical yeah. uh well it depends what shape you might be like wanting a boxy vintage shape and yeah. it's really hard to different create washes, something like that yeah pantone dips yeah. stuff like that where you don't people don't understand all like the stuff in the back mm, and mm. i think now that i'm like building my own brand and stuff it's going to be mm. a lot harder like i don't I'm, i don't even know what to tech how to use a tech pack but yeah. like yeah how did you go about learning all that stuff just by doing, yeah. I think not uh, by trying to just like research everything and because researching is good, but like it can only get you so far with with clothing. I, I feel like all the all of the things, all of the places where I've learned has just been by doing, making mistakes because I've made so many mistakes. Lost a lot yeah. of money. That's where you that's where you learn from the mistakes. You're like, I don't want to lose that money again. You know, like. <laughs> Um, yeah, like, yeah, oh, I think just like, like, oh, what did I do wrong just then? You know what I mean? Yeah, to, I think, to not lose the money. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Just th- throwing yourself in the deep end is the absolute best thing you can do, and the best way to learn. I reckon um, that's how I learned. So, mm. yeah. I also want to talk to you about the jorts. You ha- you hit the jorts before they were even like popular. <laughs> oh man, I. You know what? I think it was last year in summer so it was like the end of summer and i was already thinking about what i was going to make for the next summer and i really wanted to make jorts because that's what i've been wearing like i've been skating my whole life and that's kind of just what i've been wearing um and i was like i really want to make jorts but i don't know if they're going to be popular ended up making them and then yeah the trend sort of started right before and i was like oh my god what is going on it's like you pretty much you pretty much hit the jorts and the big boys at the perfect time like (laughs) as as soon as they came out it was just like Oh yeah, everyone just wears baggy stuff now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's just all of a sudden, just out of nowhere. Right? Do you reckon sometimes that's luck when you're doing it, or do you, are you like, did you pre-see that design before that? You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I actually, with that product, oh, I'm going to be honest, I actually <laughs> didn't at all. I just made it because I was like, I, I just want to start. This is another thing where I kind of sat down and I was like, I really want to just start making what I want to make. And because um, I feel like that's when you're going to get the best uh, design or the best product. When you're, when you're putting like all your love and your, your passion, passion and energy into it. Um, but yeah, that one, I honestly had no idea that that was going to be a trend. So that was, that was a bit luck. But there's other, there's other kind of things that you can like foresee or forecast for, you know. Because a lot of like brands cut, like follow the skating culture. Like a lot of, yeah. but that's what people don't know. Like skating mm. is a massive thing for even vintage clothing for yeah. trends. Like, yeah. like even the, you know, like the soccer jersey. Yeah. Like that's kind of a trend now. Man, I, I couldn't tell you like countless mates that like used to wear soccer jerseys skating because they're just breathable and they're the best to wear, you know? And it's I like, don't know that. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, they're, the, they're, they're so good, so comfortable. So it's funny just like watching watching that as the years go on it's like okay like people are starting to adopt that now, yeah you know? well it's, it's like, like all my mates were wearing all these like football jerseys a year ago maybe yeah. i should like start yeah, yeah, doing yeah. a football jersey are you gonna are you gonna get into like any fo- football jerseys or anything like that we got a soccer jersey like in the works yeah but i kind of uh, would it be like japanese style or like 90s yeah. sort of i think like a i think a bit about we haven't even started yeah. uh, the design yet but i think the only thing that i really want uh, it's a B is like that nice Japanese like boxy fit like yeah. it kind of goes down to your elbows kind of thing like sort of like uh, if you see all those like 90s photos of like the goalkeepers yeah yeah ones. oh 100% 100% yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no fully yeah got got so much stuff in the works like these these pants are like a sample just trying to work on like that where, where was the inspiration behind those pants because I know um, I know but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no nah, um, just came back from uh, a trip in Japan and yeah Man, everyone wears – so in Japan, this is called a balloon fit. Like everyone, I think, here knows them as parachute, parachute pants. pants. But in Japan, it's it's known as a balloon fit and literally everyone wears them. Like construction workers walking down the street will just be in these pants. And it's like, these guys are the freshest people ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's kind of where I got a lot of the inspiration for the fit, you know, um, making it super wide. Um super long at the crotch as well because that's that's one thing i was really struggling with uh with my baggy jeans i was making the legs really wide and i was Was this for the big boys for yeah yeah yeah, for the for the uh actual denim yeah um and i couldn't i couldn't put my finger on uh how to make them uh like real baggy because i was making the legs baggy and i was like how come they're not looking how i want and it's because of the crotch uh, because that that's what gives it the sag Mm. Um, that's what makes it drop and I think that's kind of what I was missing and it was like a four or five centimetre like difference in the size chart and it's like oh, God, just got the the fit perfect now you know so how many um, samples did you go through to figure out that even like even those look sick and like when I saw them I was like oh fuck Japanese style man like, yeah because oh. like the parachute pants or whatever they're called here mm. are a lot like skinnier than that yeah but those ones are Proper yeah, Japanese proper style. balloon yeah. kind of fit. I think it took like maybe like a good four or five samples. In, you know, mm. And that's probably like almost $1,000. Yeah. You know, well, it's like $150 a sample, isn't a it? A sample, yeah. And yeah. then you've got to get shipped here and then stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, it takes takes a long time. But I feel like if you if you believe in it, mm. uh, you, you don't even think about the money that you're spending because no. you know uh, how it's going to look and – how you, how you want it to kind of fit on your body. And, um, yeah, I think 
yeah, just believing in it is is the best way to go about it. Because then you're not going to think about, fuck, I'm wasting like a thousand bucks here and there, you know. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think like that's the best thing about, yeah, like your product. You take care of your product, and then mm. like obviously you're building a community because you said you're wanting to bring out positive vibes, and that's yeah. what people just want. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Fully, man. That's and you've, you've grown a pretty big Instagram in the last two years, like over twenty thousand on Instagram. Mm. Yep. Like, how did you go about doing that? Because a lot of my followers would be like, oh, how did he grow so quickly? Yeah, you know? yeah. No, for sure. I think um, at the start, it's a real grind, man, uh, as you would know. Yeah. I think, yeah, towards the start, I was, um, you know, putting out a little bit of content and then I would, uh, it sounds a bit spammy, but like I'd go onto people's pages and just like comment. Just be like, mad photo, dude. Uh, and then that'll, uh, you know, their friends would see that eventually. And then you just... I kind of just kept doing that for like months and months. And then that's how I kind of grew to like, that's how I found you. Just yeah. so you oh, know. true. <laughs> hey, there you go. There you go. Um, yeah. That's how I kind of grew to like 8,000. And then I kind of just, uh, I think I kind of just realized that I wanted to just start putting out content that would reach my target audience rather than trying to, um, cause I feel like that's important at the start. Um, putting yourself out there and build engagement with build like, engagement. A, yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, but I think, yeah, now I just kind of want to make content that's going to, yeah, draw in my target audience rather than trying to do that. Yeah, especially because you're like, when you're commenting on people's photos, sometimes it's sort of like a stab in the dusk is, yeah. or dust. And like, yeah, I think when you start figuring out, oh, like, this is what we're doing now. And like, mm. us now moving forward, you've got a plan and which, like, yeah, you're going to start doing, which is, yeah, like, Pretty good, and you'll yeah. easily find your target audience, I reckon, yeah. from that. I just wish I started TikTok earlier. Yeah. You know, I only started <laughs> that like a month ago, and just the, the reach on that is just yeah, crazy. crazy. How yeah, have you like, found it? Um, really, really good. I feel like it took – it did take uh, like a good month or two to, to adjust and just uh, figure out what sort of content style I mm. wanted to, to make and just like f- what the trends are doing and stuff like that. I think it took me a while to figure that out, but – once I kind of figured out content structure and how to like kind of promote a product on there, because people kind of need to see your face or they need to see you. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a very like, personable app, I feel like. But that's you agree? The, yeah, that's the way that everything's going, I think, man. Like mm. you got to like, everything's going to be personable. Like there's going to be people. That's why all these big brands are struggling, man. Like Coca-Cola, yeah. like yeah. Um, yeah, Nikes and stuff, because they don't have a face to their brand. Yeah, for Like, sure. you know what I mean? And there's, People needed something to trust. Yeah, you know, and... Like, like Coca-Cola is a massive company and they'll never go like wrong or whatever. Mm-hmm. They own heaps of things. But like, yeah. that's what they're even saying on TikTok. A lot of people being like, yeah, they've just got no face to the brand. They're putting out ad spend with all these like professional ads when people mm-hmm. don't really want to see that. People yeah. don't want to be sold to, you know. It's crazy where everything is going, eh? Like, yeah. But yeah, ha- has your experience been on TikTok and and what would you recommend to someone first starting out? Yeah, that's a good question. So this is how I did it at the start going to spend some knowledge right yeah, here. Yeah. So you pretty much go to your niche or whatever. So say you're starting a clothing brand, you look at the hashtags for like how to start a clothing brand. Yeah. Um, you filter out by like highest to lowest views. Mm-hmm. And then look what's like trending, like going to the way I did this. I'm just going to spill yeah, this. No, so no, like sure. you get 10 accounts, open up in different tabs. Mm. Um, look at what like topic lines are, um, like doing the most views for all of these companies. Yeah. Write in a spreadsheet mm. and start 
replicating those ads like do your own spin on it but like yeah. replicate those ads that are doing well for them like because they have massive topic lines or whatever they've done yeah to be like oh like i know a massive one at the moment for um small business um clothing brands is like this is what i got from this is what i sent my manufacturer yeah. and this is what i got yeah yeah like that's a massive one at the yeah, moment sure. but like there's new ones always coming through like that mm. so you always got to be like yeah, alert. Yeah, alert or like changing your topics and see what works and what doesn't. Mm, even what we were uh, talking about uh, off the camera before uh, and you were saying like, man, cons uh, consumers are like getting real smart. And yeah. like a trend, that's why kind of trends only last like... Not even... A week. Yeah, they're, they're doing like a day at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's almost like day. you can't even... On TikTok, you can't even do trending sounds anymore unless you're like within the hour of finding mm, them. Yeah. So there's not even any point like... It's crazy. Like, um, um, and also like with TikTok, another thing I wanted to say was just like mm. storytelling, man. Like yep. that's like even about your brand is like how you've gone in the last two years. You've mm -hmm. been like, oh yeah, I've changed the direction of the company from like Japanese anime, like to doing a lot more Japanese and crazy, like different design stuff now. For you sure. know what I mean? Yeah, no, hundred percent. I think that's something I've kind of been lacking, you know, um, haven't really showed my face up until TikTok. Yeah. Because I never wanted... Yeah, because I don't even really know. Yeah, because I don't really know who like owned the brand or whatever. <laughs> yeah. When I was You're like, like how many people are coming? You know, yeah, I, yeah. I missed you. I was like, oh, who? Like, how many people are coming to this? Are you the only owner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I started it on my own, but uh, my best mate, he does like all graphics and oh, animations sweet. and stuff for me, and he lives like down the road. So like, <laughs> man, we're, I'm always chilling at his house, and we're always like coming up with ideas. So I can't really say I do it on my own. You yeah. know, I've got so many people helping me, but yeah. um. Yeah, I guess like all the ideas and stuff come from up here. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> get this onto a piece of paper for me. Yeah, yeah, fully, fully. Uh, I think I think the idea is the hardest bit though, you know what mm. I mean? Like you coming up with those pants, like no one's doing them in Mal like Melbourne or even yeah. Australia. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? fully. I think even just uh, researching a lot, you know, mm. and um, I don't think it's a bad thing getting inspiration off some of your favourite brands, you know? No. Like, I feel like I get a lot of inspiration from Japanese brands, you yep. know. Uh, so, yeah, and, and obviously getting inspiration from what influences you are, if that's hip-hop, skateboarding, snowboarding, whatever, you know, just, just tapping into that. Uh, and especially, like, when you kind of get off track, having, like, uh, your inspirations or something to come back to just to remind you, okay, this is what we're about, you mm -hmm. know, just so you don't get off course. Um, that's what I kind of implement because I feel like the first couple of years I was kind of getting off course a bit too yeah, much and just, just like trying to do everything. And going like, down a rabbit hole oh, of like somewhere that you're not supposed to be going. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you said you, you just talked about hip hop. Yeah. Hip hop's a massive Huge. influence in your brand. Do you want to yep. go on to that? Yeah. I just think being a skateboarder and just listening to it since I was a kid, um, just had a massive, I guess, effect on my life and I just love listening to it. So I guess it's kind of, as I was saying about like the Japanese culture, it kind of just came naturally to embed that into my brand and uh, various ways I do it is just, you know, through slang, the hip hop slang. Yeah. I like using that, like if I'm doing like a post, I'll put like a lot of hip hop slang into that. Um, yeah, I captions like, are very user friendly. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah. So I think like that's a good way we differentiate yeah from the others because um, you're like just to put you on a thing you're like you're probably the one of the most unique brands in australia at the oh, moment cheers, man. I huge appreciate it. yeah, <laughs> yeah so i think like uh just doing what 
kind of comes natural to me and what's influenced me through my life uh yeah that's kind of what i'm putting into my brand yeah yeah that's sick like anything like happening so what's your like five-year plan then because you said before before we got onto the air you're like oh you might be moving to japan next year yeah do you reckon that'll be like an inspiration year or do you reckon it'll be you'll still run the business but in japan or yeah no that's that's what i'm hoping to do uh still run the business but be in japan my dad actually doesn't work Um, so and he like loves packing the orders and stuff like whenever i'm away yeah um so yeah that could be an option but i'd love to go live there man i've got so many friends over there and um even just being there for like the week or two that i was there just the inspiration and um just the people that i met was uh man i I think it could like move me forward many years ahead you know like if you've heard this podcast before as well, I'm always saying like Japanese cultures five years ahead, yeah. five to ten years ahead. With anything, technology, yeah. technology, like, like transport, it's just crazy. Trends, man. like fashion, yeah. everything. That's where they're onto it. Yeah, yeah, and it's sick, and 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 the culture's so good, man. Like mm. I think the people are just very respectful, nice. Like it's just a good place to be, and a eh? like as you would know, yeah. It's so good, man. <laughs> we were talking about it before. I was like, oh, so good. Just want to get back there, man. Yeah, want to get back there. It's like all the food. People are so nice. Like everyone's friendly. Mm. Like you can be whoever you want as well, which yeah. is nice. So that's 100%. where you get a lot of the inspiration from Yeah, like fashion because people just do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of the the Japanese brands that I love, I feel like there's so much uh, – like regimented design and like precision in like what they do like even what just do you the mean content regimented I, I guess just uh through their content and and just their pieces as well like everything's just so clean cut yeah fabrics are so nice like i feel like that's the one thing i kind of wasn't really even thinking about like last year is like how do i want this cut to be or this fabric to feel kind of thing you know it's like that's kind of what I want to start thinking about and just getting the best quality out of my products. So it's sort of like the one percent as you want to look into. Yeah. Yeah. Just the small details. Cause I don't think there's such thing as a small detail with clothing, no. you know? So I feel like that's something if I was starting again, I, I would do from the start is worry about the small details, you know? What sort of small details are you talking about? Like on the garment, like yeah, patches, on the garment. like, yeah. yeah. So just, I guess, you know, stitching details, like kind of in the pants, um, you know, little tags you want to put on the pants or um, if you want to have strings, f- yeah. strings on the pants, stuff like that, you know, um, I think can just make a piece go from a seven to a, like a nine and a half, you know, yeah. so. Well, it's like shows you actually, I think, care about your 100%. your stock where a lot of people just like put stuff together and it's like, oh yeah, that'll yeah, do all right. Just put it out, yeah. Especially a lot of the, when the brands get a lot bigger, Mm, you know mm. what I mean they don't really they start taking um product not so seriously yeah yeah for sure and I think uh just as much as I want to elevate the product I'd, I want to elevate the content and the messaging and stuff as well do you reckon you'll get like a mixed um like say if you do move to Japan like you'll get a mixed audience then because you'll start promoting to yeah Japanese uh, uh, people as well I hope so yeah That'd be a, I'd, I actually was a bit worried you know it's like 
Australian brands influenced by Japan. I'd, I was kind of worried how it was uh, going to be received over there, but I got a lot of like praise and a lot of like good kind of feedback from the Japanese. So I was pretty hyped on that. You oh, know, that I was kind of I was so worried, man. I was like, man, because like imagine like a Japanese person coming to Australia with an Australian brand. It's like, oh, what's yeah, going yeah. on here? <laughs> but it's like it's cool because you, yeah. That's the one thing I would have worried about being like, oh, mm. am I respecting them enough to be like... Yeah, yeah. So I'm always like kind of trying to think of that, you know. Yeah, in the back of your mind, which is a yeah. good like moral thing to have as well. Mm. You were just in Japan. You did a photo shoot. How did that all go? Oh, was that for a new collection coming yeah, up? Yeah, this is uh, for... Like winter or... Yeah, probably like yeah. the first like autumn yeah. uh, winter collection. Um, so I had uh, a couple of models lined up. Uh, one one couldn't do it because he got sick. Um, but I had my homie Issei, he he was going to model for me. And we did it and I think he was, I don't think he uh, really modelled before. Yeah. Um, and he was a bit shy and like, <laughs> obviously they don't speak English very well. So yeah. kind of didn't uh, go too well. Um, and it was that was like the second last day. And, and then you end up rushing, eh? Yeah, and I was like, oh, I got back to the hotel room and I was like, oh, damn, that's kind of not how I wanted it to go. But I was mm. like, you know what, I'm in Japan. Like, I'm not going uh, to lose sleep over it. I'm just going to enjoy myself. But then I went out that night with them and he introduced me to one of his friends and, like, this dude was just so fresh and I just got along with him really well. And I was like, oh, are you free tomorrow? Like, would you want to shoot? And he's like, yeah, man, I'm down. And like the next day, so hungover because we went to went to this like uh, underground like hip hop show, probably one of the best nights of my life. That was all like rapping Japanese, so I had no idea what was going on, but it was so <laughs> fresh. Um, but yeah, like got home at like seven a.m. slept. And then we did this shoot, and man, I was getting some of the photos that I like dreamt Dude. about when <laughs> I was like back home, and I'm like. It's almost going to tear up, man, because I was like, oh, this is so sick. You know, it was such a, like a surreal moment, you know, just shooting like clothing brand in Japan. Like yeah. it was just so cool for me, man. Japanese style brand in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, it was sick. I didn't want to leave. That's why I kind of want to go back, you know. Yeah. So you got the photos that you wanted. So what, when are these going to be dropping? So end of autumn. Are they going to be hoodies, sweaters? <sighs> nah. Pants? So uh, I think... It'll be these pants, uh, a, wa a waterproof jacket, yeah. um, uh, this sling bag as well, yeah, um, and probably those jeans. Yeah. Um, and that'll probably be dropping, it's hard to say, but I think like a month and a half. Oh, yeah. that gives you a bit of time to like, yeah. you've already got the content all organised, so it's just like... Just getting the sample back, uh, the bulk order back, and then, yeah. you know, taking the photos, stuff like that for the website. Um, that takes a bit of time, but... Yeah, should be should be out soon. How was it from like the start, like say increasing numbers from like when you first started um, two years ago to now, like knowing how much to buy and what like quantities wise. It's it's hard, eh? Because you yeah. don't know how well a product's going to do. That's what I, I mean. Think, I'm interested in that. Yeah, I think actually one thing I learned from the Mercher Mercher boys, we yeah. we kicked it uh, like a month or so ago. The and funny thing about the Mercher boys, they came on the podcast before when they had 1,000 followers and then... Oh, wow. Yeah, they got big. Now look at them. Yeah, they're huge. So sick. Um, yeah, they they were kind of just saying, you know, if something sells really fast, do a pre-order after that. Because um, then that's a good way, you know, so if people miss out, 
you can kind of everyone can kind of get a product mm. um that's if you're not trying to restock stuff you know it's like sell out do a pre-order so everyone kind of gets something and then yeah, yeah it's because they did it with it. those jorts as well yeah 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 so i think uh yeah you kind of never know man uh but yeah i think that's kind of a good way and that's kind of like a thing i want to implement especially do you reckon you'll be doing restocks or it would just be nah trying so, try yeah, not to trying yeah. not to for sure um because I think, yeah, there's just so much stuff to make and so much stuff that I want to make. <laughs> Your so head's like, probably just going like... Yeah, yeah, just ticking all the time, man. Yeah. So, mm. so yeah, I think try, yeah, trying not to restock just so we kind of have a variety in product as well. Mm. Um, and just so we're not like releasing the same stuff as well. And I think it's always exciting if you've yeah, got if new you, stuff coming, well, you know? People always only would just really want new stuff as well. Like people yep. want to be a part of the hype and mm. a part of the community and builds sure. a better community, I think. Yeah, fully. No, I agree, man. Yeah. And um, so have you got much plan for winter then? Did you shoot any of the winter stuff when you're over in Japan or was it just all autumn? Yeah, no, it's most like winter oh, autumn. Oh, so it'll yeah. be like all through. Yeah, I made sure oh, I didn't... Uh, I tried to get as many products, uh, as many as the samples, 80 to 90% finished so I could take them to Japan. Mm. But uh, I think like half of them didn't really work out. So I just took what I could and then shot it there. But then the rest of the collection, I'll just shoot in Melbourne, you know. Yeah, just street. Just like around the streets yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> that yeah. one's always cool. Yeah, How sure. have you like done like on that topic with um, Melbourne culture? Mm. How have you found the Melbourne culture? Has it been like accepting of the brand? And Yeah, I think so. Um, I think like Melbourne or that, like with the fashion, it's it's almost like Japan in a sense that mm. they, they really like uh, alternative stuff, but also like progressive yep. fashion um, compared to other cities in Australia, I guess. I completely um, agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it's been like really good so far and I'm, Keen to just see where it goes, man, because uh, I'm having so much fun with it. Uh, How is the hip-hop scene in this? Because I don't really, like, go to hip-hop gigs because it's not that huge, eh? Like, in Melbourne. Uh, uh, I guess there's, like, you can, I guess you can kind of go to, like, a laundry bar and yeah. stuff like that. But, I don't, yeah, I kind of just listen to 90s hip-hop yeah, and so stuff like, like that. <laughs> so, I, I'm just stuck in the 90s, man. <laughs> Who's your favourite hip-hop artist? <sighs> don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'd say Or your top three Top three Top three will be easier Because then you're just like Oh Yeah Like then people start judging you (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think like Lord Finesse Definitely won Big L And Group Home Yeah A lot of like 90s Are you going to base a lot of stuff Like do you know how 90s sort of Hip hop fashion Yeah Where it's like Tall tees or big tees and like mm. oversized denim jackets and shit. Are you going to yeah. start getting into more hip hop? Yeah. Like 100%. nostalgia 90s pieces as well? Yeah. I think like with a lot of denim, I like to in, like incorporate that 90s like kind of hip hop feel. Um, and yeah, definitely like the tees and stuff like that. Because um, they're just like big boxy tees and they're just like 5XL yeah. and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that's kind of how, that's kind of where it started in the 90s because, yeah. uh, well, this is this is just what uh, a friend told me uh, back in the nineties. A lot of these uh, people in like low socioeconomic uh, areas, a lot of their stuff was hand me downs, so that's yeah. why they wore a lot of oversized. And I just reckon that's so like sick, eh? Like yeah, and even in the nineties, the only time you really like 
it only sort of coming in where it was like three, four, five XLs. Yeah, yeah. We're through the nineties because you get yep. like look at all eighties compared to nineties. Mm. It's all just like yeah, because eighties was like real skinny, yeah, skinny tight. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like funny. We struggled, it's funny. Yeah, yeah like, we struggle to sell the eighties stuff because it's so tight, true. and then like everyone loves oversize, and like the nineties yep. is stu- like way better, but it was off like mm. hip hop. Yeah, that was the reason why people were wearing big stuff. Yeah, for sure. And I, I feel like, uh, would you agree that, um through customers in your store you can kind of foresee trends yeah just through like what people are buying um in terms of because like i feel like you your store just even looking through before the variety of pieces is just crazy yeah like yeah because you can see like you're oh like people buying this type of like well even now it's like adidas and reebok are making a mm. random trend at yeah, the moment yeah. so okay. like well like the jackets no just t-shirts oh, like just t-shirts, t-shirts sweaters everything like True. adidas reebok are like coming in mm. for some reason like i don't know like i don't know how they make trends like that but like TikTok, I've not- i guess I've, <laughs> I've noticed it from like the last maybe couple months where i've been like oh this is going to be a trend like adidas mm. reebok are coming in and yeah. like you can see it and like, do you like uh start like kind of going out and buying uh yeah, more try stuff to, related to that yeah, yeah. pretty much Shit. like that's how we do it so we can see that and then it's like oh people want that mm. but like nike's always been a massive thing like mm. it was such a big thing in the 90s yeah and like all their designs were way better than they are now and mm. like they had t-shirts that were made to last you know yeah yeah it's, it's crazy how um i feel like even uh you can foresee trends even just through tiktok mm. That's you know, what I mean. Like what people are wearing and what people are like kind of promoting on there, which is cool. I yeah. think it's sick. The way I like to do trends is probably like traveling, like seeing mm. trends is like going overseas and being like- yep. Experiencing know, it. Yeah, I know a massive one is like the scene in Korea at the moment is fucked. I'm going mm. over there for five days to have a look. Amazing. Just at the fashion, like how yeah. they're dressing because they're pretty much like on par with Japan, but they've mm. got two completely different styles. So different. Yeah, I spent five days after Japan there. Oh, how was? In South Korea. It's very different, man. Yeah, a lot of people uh, said to me that it's similar to Japan. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, cause I've never f- been either. Yeah, I feel like it's it's a lot different. I, I reckon mm. the only thing that's kind of similar is the trains. Like, getting around is very easy. Yeah, but yeah, the, the the sense of fashion is is very different. I reckon a lot of people are wearing like it's hard to even describe like yeah, that's what i've heard it's just like, their own style like yeah. it's so sick i reckon it's uh like yeah people were trying to describe it to me and i was just like what like, yeah you can't even explain it like but yeah i actually saw uh so i was taking <laughs> it's gonna sound weird but i was taking photos of like cool shit that people were wearing yeah I just no, like, that's oh, not weird I'm I'm so sorry, i do that man. all the time i'm like <laughs> <laughs> i'm like man sorry like i really needed to just take a photo of that sick jacket you're wearing this chick had this uh like leather jacket but it was like a puffer and i was like man i've never seen that before that is oh, so random. cool and it was like boxy as well and i was like damn that's something i like i definitely want to like experiment think about, man. with yeah 100 percent. like leather jackets and stuff are gonna be sick yeah that's like crazy because it's just like so different to mm. like melbourne fashion yeah yeah but like that's where ne- it, but that's where it's heading as well yeah that's what's so exciting because mm. it's like i can go to these places and then like It'll trend in Australia later, you know what I mean? Mm. It usually does become a trend like a year later here, mm. doesn't it? Like yeah. even with the parachute pants, like I guess like this they is were doing they were doing them since when I was living there. That was seven years ago. Seven so. years ago, there you go. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it eventually around, comes like, around to you, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, eventually it'll come there. But yeah. it's like you've probably seen a lot from Korea and Japan that I reckon is mm. going to be fucking good as for your brand, man. Yeah, man. That's why. 
yeah, definitely want to try and get over there next year and mm. try and just be be around that because I feel like when you're around it all the time, that's when it's going to uh, inspire you more to want to make it, you know. Mm. There's only so much you can do from in Australia. You yeah, know? that's what I mean. And, like, hopefully you get a lot of inspiration from over there. Mm. But, yeah, man. What's your, what's your kind of, uh, I guess, like, five-year plan or what do you – how do you want, like, Ooh. official vintage to look? Five year plan. Already, I I do this all the time, but I reckon just multiple stores. Mm. Like we're testing out, like um, overseas. I'm not gonna go oh, into wow. it, but like amazing. This will be like a big thing, and then um, obviously just stores in Australia. Because yep. with vintage, it's a bit different. Like we do really well online, but mm. um, I think people want to come in and try stuff because yeah, like say with your one of your teas or whatever, it's like. One, you've got your set tea or style of tea that you do. Yeah. Or like you might do three or four styles of different t-shirt mm. shapes. Mm. Whereas like, I don't know, there's a lot of brands in the 90s that were, some of the cuts of the teas were just like narrow cuts. Yeah. Some of the cuts are super boxy. And you've got so many brands as well. So yeah. it's hard, eh? Like, like so then like I think a lot more people want to come into the store. Like we get so many people in the store mm. like throughout the week and stuff, which is dope. And then like I think we do want to build that store culture in, in yeah. Australia because it's like a slowly dying thing of like brick mm. and mortars, you know what I mean? Sad, eh? Like, yeah. And I think that's, it's such a good experience as a customer mm. like going into a store and I feel like that's... Especially if you've got good staff like that work for you and they want to work for you, you know? Yeah, it's like fully. I think we're like currently at like 80... Five star reviews on Google, like oh, wow. mental. Dude, like, that's insane. It's like, like experience, you know? Like Yeah, that's amazing. And... uh. What, what would you say, uh, how do you keep like the culture in your store or how do you keep people loving coming to work? Um, you just make it like a friendly environment, I think. Mm. Like we try every idea or we put it out there and it's just like, oh yeah, should we do this, do this? Mm. Like, is it feasible? And then everyone's like, yep. Yeah. And just like all, all the banter, man. Like yeah, 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 it's all about sure. the shit talking, you know <laughs> what I mean? 100%. But yeah, it's just like what I was saying before, it's like, it's hard to find good staff as well. And when you've got them, you mm. want to keep them. Because, like, everyone wants to, like, move on. Mm. Like, everyone wants to, like, do new jobs every year or two. Like, yeah. TikTok's been a massive thing in that because, like, people can't even concentrate for 10 seconds, yeah. let alone, like, two seconds. Or being <laughs> a company crazy. for, like, a year, you know? Yeah. No, I'm a culprit of that. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, it's just, like, a classic thing. But it's just is what it is. And if you can keep people there for, like, we've had people there for, like, three or four years now. And it's just, Sick. like... Yeah, that's like what you means you're doing something something right, you know what yeah, I mean? Fully, man. Do you reckon th- you'll be getting anyone on board, like, with your brand? I think, like... like maybe moving forward? Yeah, I, I've definitely thought about it. Um, I think I kind of want to get into a space first because I've just got... Oh, yeah, shit. where I was about to ask, so that's what I should <laughs> ask at the start. It's in my mum's living room. Yeah. She's <laughs> definitely not happy about it. Uh, there's just shit exploding everywhere, yeah. so... I think finding a space this year is is going to happen. So, yeah, I kind of want to move into a space first, get settled, and then maybe just think about that. Yeah. Um, but going back to um, what you were saying, like in-store experience, I, th- I feel like that's why I've kind of uh, got my website, oh, yeah. you know, set up with like the Game Boy and it's like Man. an experience. Like, if Anyone who's listening, go on to... Um What's it? What's what's the website? Shinju uh, Street Tribe. Yeah, yeah. www.shinzostreettribe.com. Yeah. Um, and it's the f- best website ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got on it. I was like, 
no <laughs> chance, mate. I was like, this is sick. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. I, I feel like the reasoning for that is obviously it's it's sick. Like that's kind of what I've grown up with, but people can't come into your store. So I feel like I want to give them an, an experience uh, online. Yeah. You know, if they can't get that in store and like you can't have that interaction, why not give them an experience on the website? You, well, know? you, so, you probably just heard it in my voice just then. I was just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <so> good. <laughs> getting around it. Yeah. <laughs> but you yeah, definitely got that experience on mm. the website. The first time I went on, I was like, bro, this is yeah. fucking sick, man. Thanks, like, man. I appreciate it. So yeah, I think like that's kind of, uh, that's kind of important uh, to think about if, you, if you're wanting to start an online brand mm. is how do you want people to interact on your site and stuff like that? Because it's such a massive thing, like we were just saying before, like an experience in store like, or experience online. Because people, people gonna, remember people, it. People are going to tell their mates. Yeah, like, exactly. Now I'm going to be like to, I might be to, like to five other people, bro, look at this website. It's fucking yeah. great. Yeah. And 100%. people like look on it as like, oh, people, this vintage store was sick. Like mm, mm. they were so nice and like the aesthetic of the place was sick and a bit different. And they had yeah. a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, fully. It's, it's all about experience mm. and relationship. Eh? Cause people like, yeah, people want to leave your store feeling happy. And mm. then it's like, it, it's actually like a thing in your brain that goes off when you're like, your happy hormones come in yeah. when you leave a store and you're like, Oh, then you feel safe going back to that store. Mm, 100%, you know what I mean? Because you want to go back. Yeah. Yeah. Because then it's like, oh, like that store gave me this feeling. So I'm going to go back, back. It's like when you mm. watch movies and stuff, mm. like you rewatch movies because you're like, that I want gave that me, same feeling. That gave me that feeling when I watched yeah. it the first time. And that's the same as store, mm. like having your own store, or having your own website as well. Definitely. No, that's great advice, man. Yeah. All the advice. <laughs> <laughs> Getting but, into it. Yeah. That was good, man. Um, do you just want to tell us your Instagram? Maybe we'll end it there just because yeah. I could fucking talk to you all day. Yeah, now, yeah 100%. <laughs> uh, it's at Shinzo Tribe. Yeah. So S-H-I-N-Z-O uh, and then Tribe. Sweet. And website, yeah. TikTok, yeah. all the same? All the same. Yep. Sweet. Yeah. Too easy. Well, thanks for coming on, man. Nah, nah. Thank I you. I really heaps, man. appreciate, I appreciate it, it, brother. I had heaps of fun. Yeah. My fun. man. <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right. Thanks, brother. All right, man. Peace. Ah, too easy.